There's no better time to become a member of the DSR network. Later this month, we'll be announcing a major media partnership to our ever-expanding lineup of podcasts, bringing you even more insight and analysis than ever before. Members enjoy an ad-free listening experience, bonus content for virtually all of our shows, an invitation to the member-only Slack community, an evening newsletter recapping the day's top stories, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of October, you can take 50% off the membership price for the first month. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code SPOOKY at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code SPOOKY. Thank you very much for your support. It's October 6, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Ukraine is bracing for another winter marked by prolonged power outages due to ongoing Russian missile and drone attacks that have left its energy infrastructure more vulnerable. While efforts have been made to repair damaged equipment and improve air defenses, Inadequate resources and time constraints have hindered complete winter preparations. The situation is expected to result in millions of Ukrainians enduring nights without electricity, heat, and water, impacting both households and the economy. Ukraine accuses Russia of deliberately targeting energy installations to maximize civilian suffering, while the UN estimates that over half of Ukraine's power generation capacity has been damaged or destroyed since the invasion in February 2022. Despite various measures, including increased reliance on nuclear power and gas reserves, the reliability of Ukraine's energy system is expected to be lower this winter compared to previous years. Some regions anticipate significant supply restrictions, while businesses and cities are exploring decentralized and renewable energy solutions. On Thursday, United States warplanes shot down a Turkish drone that posed a threat to U.S. forces in Syria, potentially straining relations between the two NATO allies. The incident occurred as Turkey targeted Kurdish forces in Syria following a suicide bombing in Ankara, claimed by the Kurdistan Workers' Party. U.S. troops observed drones conducting raids, some within a restricted operating zone near U.S. forces. Despite multiple warnings, A Turkish drone approached American forces, prompting U.S. F-16 fighters to shoot it down in self-defense. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin urged de-escalation in northern Syria during a call with his Turkish counterpart. Turkey sees Kurdish People's Protection Units as linked to the PKK, while the U.S. supports the Syrian Democratic Forces. Syria remains a complex battleground, with various conflicting interests and actors. Former President Donald Trump is alleged to have discussed sensitive information about U.S. nuclear submarines with Australian billionaire Anthony Pratt at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida in April 2021, three months after leaving office, according to a new report. The information supposedly included details about the number of nuclear warheads U.S. submarines carry and their proximity to Russian submarines. Jack Smith, a special counsel, 
has charged Trump with 40 criminal counts related to retaining classified information in addition to other criminal counts related to election subversion and hush money payments. Despite these legal challenges, Trump leads in Republican presidential polling and is favored to face Joe Biden in the 2024 presidential race. Pratt allegedly shared the submarine information with numerous individuals, including journalists and former Australian prime ministers, though it remains unclear if the information was accurate. In other news, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has announced that legal studies are underway to explore how Russia's assets abroad can be seized to aid in the reconstruction of Ukraine following Russia's invasion. Blinken emphasized that Russia should be held financially responsible for the damage caused, stating, you broke it, you bought it. He mentioned that there are approximately $300 billion in Russian assets, primarily in Europe, that could be used for this purpose but legal authorities and European cooperation would be necessary to proceed. These remarks come at a time when concerns are rising about potential cuts in U.S. financial support for Ukraine due to political instability in Washington. Blinken also stressed the importance of not allowing President Putin to believe he can outlast international support for Ukraine, highlighting the need for a just and lasting peace. Ukraine has been urging partners to pass over frozen Russian assets to alleviate the economic burden caused by the invasion but legal hurdles exist in doing so directly within EU countries. President Joe Biden is facing criticism from both Republicans and Democrats after his administration announced the construction of new border walls in Texas. Biden cited the funding for the project being approved during the Trump administration as the reason for not stopping the work, despite his campaign promise not to build more walls. Members of his own Democratic Party criticized the move arguing that walls do not work, while Republicans accused him of hypocrisy. Approximately 20 miles of barriers will be built in a sparsely populated area of the Rio Grande Valley. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas defended the construction, citing an acute and immediate need. The decision prompted criticism from various quarters, including environmental activists and human rights groups, as well as opposition from both major political parties. Biden reiterated his belief that border walls are not effective, while his administration maintained that its position against walls had not changed, though this did not quell the criticism. Additionally, the administration announced the resumption of deportations of illegal Venezuelan migrants who have been arriving at the U.S.-Mexico border in increasing numbers. The move comes amid ongoing challenges for the Biden administration's handling of immigration and border issues. Narjis Mohammadi, a prominent Iranian activist who has long championed women's rights, democracy, and opposed the death penalty, was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Despite enduring numerous arrests and years of imprisonment for her activism, Mohammadi's work was recognized as a testament to the broader movement in Iran. She has been incarcerated 13 times and sentenced to a total of 31 years in prison. Mohammadi is the 19th woman to win the Nobel Peace Prize and the second Iranian woman after Shirin Abadi in 2003. Her recent detention in 2021 followed her participation in a memorial for a protester killed during 2019 nationwide demonstrations in Iran. Her courageous stance and contributions from behind bars have drawn international attention 
and her Nobel win is seen as a symbol of resistance against Iran's theocracy. In lighter news, customs officials in Minnesota confiscated a box of giraffe feces from an Iowa resident who had returned from Kenya and intended to use the droppings for making a necklace. The traveler declared the giraffe feces and mentioned using moose feces previously in Iowa. U.S. Customs and Border Protection specialists seized the box and destroyed its contents through steam sterilization, emphasizing the dangers of importing fecal matter into the U.S. without proper permits, as it poses a significant risk of disease transmission and serious health issues. The incident highlights the necessity of obtaining a veterinary services permit when bringing feces into the United States from abroad. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.